Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, lax rats alike, welcome back to another episode of The Crease Dive. Today is Wednesday, August 24th, and the PLL season has come to an end. I'm Jordy from Barstool. With me, as always, we've got Dukes on the mic. Uh, Dukes, it's, it's been a little bit of time since uh, since we've gotten on the pod together, but the season just wrapped up in Seattle this past weekend. Playoffs are set seven teams all now fighting for the uh the PLL Cash App Championship trophy uh coming up in in a couple weeks here. So how are we feeling heading into the playoffs? Good. Uh another season, regular season under wraps. Um I'm Jordy, I'm sorry about your your fandom with the Cannons, but it, they didn't make the playoffs. Um how how are you feeling about that? That now that's that it's officially official. Listen, I there's there's no one who's been a bigger doubter of the canon since like week nine than me. So like I called this I I've been saying this for days now that the cannons are bad. So don't paint me as a guy who thought that they'd be no, it it does it is listen, I like I don't want to say things where it's like like the league needs to like intervene because maybe there's like some like anti-competition shit that goes along in there. And like, I don't want anything to seem like the league is intervening where they shouldn't be intervening. You got to do something to get Lyle off that team because it is bullshit that we still have three more weeks of PLL action to watch. And we just don't get to see, I'm telling you the best player in the league. Yeah. And like, I saw like a bunch of cannons, so I saw that a bunch of cannons are set to be like free agents, like Nick Morocco. I saw Cockerton, just a bunch of people. I guess it's like now, now they can sign them whoever they want to. So I'm actually starting to backtrack. Like we shit on the cannons a lot uh, about like some of like just like the, the trades they've made, how crazy they've been. But really, if there's free agents that are coming off like the whip stakes, the chrome, the archers, and the cannons are able to get them, good for them. I guess you know what I'm saying, like. I don't know who they're going to sign in the offseason, but like we could be looking at a potential upgrade for the Cannons. Likely, yeah, no. You, but you think, you think that like in, in a perfect world, yes. And then you look at Sean Quirk and he's trading draft picks. He's trading his you know, yeah. first overall draft pick away to get a guy who both of us are big fans of, Bob Fairman, but probably in hindsight right now, I I don't know if that juice was worth the squeeze again love Bubba Fairman not a uh not a noted Bubba Fairman hater um but yeah I mean I I don't know like if if I were Lyle right now and my options were all right let me figure out a way if I can go play for another team or let me hang out here at the cannons and see if like maybe they can just upgrade the entire team and just go in with a completely new monster squad next year I'm I'm going with okay yeah let me get the fuck out of here. Yeah, I don't think anyone necessarily wants to be on the, the cannons right now. I also think there's something that's got to be said about getting GMs in this league. Like I think that Quirk's a fine coach and a fucking shitty ass GM. Like the fact that he thought trading away his first round pick. And again, I think Bubba. Like I think that this is going to be one of those things where Bubba gets tied to one of the worst trades in PLO history when he's not even going to be like a bad pro. I actually think he had an awesome rookie season. I think I, that he's like a two-way midfielder that like should be in the league. Great defender, able to keep offensive players on the field, 
He has that offensive threat. We've seen what he's been able to do his first like four years in college. So like I think he's a fine pro. It's just one of the shittiest trades ever. Like you were looking at like when he made that trade, he was thinking like, all right, like this trade won't backfire because we'll be like at least a top four team in the league. That's how Quirk had to have looked at it. When I think everybody else is like, no, dude, like you guys could be like you guys should be probably a top three draft pick. Like, why the fuck? Would you trade that one? Like, this draft is generational talent, I feel like. like. You have all these players the COVID year that are older, more experienced, and they're just, like, getting pushed down these drafts, and these drafts are becoming fucking loaded. Uh, so I think that, that like, that is just, like, something crazy that Bubba Fairman, it's unfair that he's going to be tied to this, like, worst trade ever. Yeah, I mean, two things there. Like, one, totally agree. Like, I think Bubba Fairman, in that position that he was drafted – I think that that was like a perfectly fine place to take him had you had that pick originally. Yes. Like yes, if, if exactly. you if you take him with that pick and you don't attach the okay, we're going to give you our first pick next year to make this pick, then yeah. And like even if people were like, "Oh, it's a bit of a reach." Like I if people said that that was a reach at the time, the way that Bubba Fairman played this season, people would be like, oh, you know what? No, like that was actually a really good spot to take him. It's just like the unfortunate, like, well, you now you gave up the first overall pick in the draft to make that happen. So, um, yeah, totally agree with you there where it's like, like Bubba Fairman played really well this year. Really good player is going to probably have a really solid career in this league. It, but he will be attached to a trade that it's like he didn't have anything to do with anyway. So that does suck for him. Um, another thing you brought up real quick that I thought yeah. really good point. Yeah. There do need, like it is insane that there are not GMs. Um, I, I don't know if it's because maybe just like, okay. So realistically, like, yeah, it, the, the league's probably doing well. I haven't seen their books, um, but they're getting a lot of sponsorship opportunities. I'm sure that they've got, you know, uh, some money flowing around the system. Do they have money to then like pay eight GMs on top of everything? Like, I don't know. Maybe So maybe like, that's just like the biggest thing why they, but if, if it's like, if money's not an issue and they, yeah. and they're not having GMs just because they think it's easier for the coaches to have final say on everything. Yeah. That's just dumb as hell because sure. Like the coaches are, are doing great. Yeah. Go ahead. No, I was, I, I was just going just for just the YouTube. If you're, hey, by the way, if you're not subscribed to oh. YouTube, go to the YouTube and check me out. I was just doing my time when I was saying like, yeah, like you're talking about like getting the ATM. All eight teams don't need GMs. Like, I think that like Ruby or like, he's just proved that he's <laughs> Bill Belichick esque, just fucking story. Like what, what do you want to say? Who, who is it? Danny Ainge just stealing draft picks from everybody. Like, He's becoming the guy that nobody wants to do trades with because he's just going to get swindled. So I think that, like, not every team needs a GM, but I think that, like, when you look at a guy like Quirk, like, yeah, you got to, like, like, I don't know, like, salary caps like with, like, the players and, like, whatever, but, yeah, I totally agree. Like, I don't know if it's, like, an eight-team thing or if, like, you just want to, like, or, like, I don't know who makes the calls. I'm like, oh, like, yeah, like, we don't. Well, the, yeah, because the only issue is, like, the team, like, you don't have an owner who, like, steps exactly. in and is, like, no, like, okay, so, like, we don't have to – pay two guys to do this job when Ben Rubio can do both. Um, yeah. Like always, say, um, like say, say what you want about like, and like, I think Andy towers does a pretty good job of, of like, despite the fact that the chaos sucked this year, I'd go ahead and say, also, I wouldn't want to be Andy towers GM because like, if you make a decision that he doesn't agree with, like he's going to then, I don't know, talk about like your dog shitting on his lawn as, as the next motivational speech. But like, um, but yeah, like there, there are definitely guys in the league who can handle both, but it's not like 
like a guy like Quirk has anyone above him that's like, whoa, buddy, listen, oh, you fucking yeah. suck at this side yeah. of the job. Good coach. Good coach. You can do that. Well, when it comes to personnel, you are dog shit, but he doesn't have anyone that's like, hey, like, you know, if, if we don't figure out a way to get better guys in here, like we're screwed. Um, so he's just like, yeah, you know, I'll do it myself because like every, everyone in this league has ego. So no one's going to be like, you know what? Actually, I can't do this job. Can we please get, can I please get some help doing this? Everyone's going to be like, no, I got this. You know what he got a lot of shit for though, that I think that like, I think a lot of people could say like, Oh, bad GM, bad GM, whatever, whatever. He like, people said that he, he like got Asher too early, who I think had a fantastic year, who I think proved that definitely is a player in this league. Yeah, Asher's gonna have. I mean, not really. Yeah. That like me saying that's but, not a hot take. Like Asher, no, but people, people were career. like, you got him way too early. People yeah. were like, yeah. I mean, I, I think that we're on the same page. We're like, what are you talking about? Like, 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 like he's a big body, big boy. Like the only thing that he probably has to work on, in my opinion, is probably conditioning a little bit. But like that's like hearsay. Like who really fucking cares that much? Yeah, like maybe though. But it's also <laughs> yeah. like your like, attack. But like I'm saying, like when he comes, he, he comes yeah, out he's, of the box. he's an attackman. He'll hustle his ass to ground balls. He'll beat guys <laughs> yeah. to ground balls, and then he'll pick it up and run agent, through, Jordy. dude. And then he just like barrels through everybody, and then he sticks they a BTB. BTB. Right? Yeah. yeah. So, um, I don't know that. Yeah, like maybe it like. I, I don't know. Like if someone just like Photoshop, actually, that's what we got to do. We just got to Photoshop a six pack on Asher Nolting and then everyone be like, Oh yeah, he is oh, actually. Oh, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> yeah, maybe we'll put him in like a corset and just tighten that up a little bit. And yeah. then, and then I'll be good. Um, oh, I, this is a, I think this would be a, uh, this is a debate by the way. I, we were talking about owners of teams. So I just wanted to just ask you this hypothetical as a hockey guy yourself. We had a huge debate uh, with a couple of us in the office. So if you won the lottery, right? Like we're talking about like $1 billion when it was that mega, mega millions jackpot. Would you, you could own one team like sports wise. Who I who would you choose? Across all sports? Like that's realistic. Like we were saying like you could probably only buy like. Yeah, like you can't. Blue yeah, jackets. Like, yeah. You can't go after like the Dallas Cowboys or something. Um, I mean, I don't know if I would do it. Well, here's what you would do. What you would do. Is you just? I said I would just be I, like, I would just go be like get like the whip snakes, and like I would just own the whip snakes and just be like the fucking Jerry Jones of like the PLL, and just spend a shit ton of money, win a b- bunch of fucking championships, bump up the stock of the league. But the only problem would be, is I'm scared of Joe Sai buying a team. Like, I don't think he should be able to. Because he's an investor, I just want to get ahead of that. Like we were talking about, like the owners and everything in this league, like it's a cheat code. Like we we can't we can't be having Joe Sai out there. Are are you saying this right now because you're legitimately afraid of when you're an owner of the Whip Snakes to have to go up against him? Or are you saying yeah, that one thousand percent? No, it, no. Are, or are like, you saying this when in like I win the lottery? In, are you saying this in, in like a realistic sense of when <laughs> teams do have ownerships? So okay, I think this is like a I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to decide I, right now where your line of reality is blurred. So I think that one, I'm going to win the lottery at some point, and like I uh, will own a PLL team one day. And what, like, when I was, I mean, you you, this, you put like, enough practice in, it's got to happen at some point. Yeah, and I was just thinking, I was like, who are my biggest competitors going to be? And it was like Joe Sire is a really big threat to me. So then I was just thinking, like, we should just all ban him, like even if I'm an owner or not, like he can't be in it. Joe Sire just took Kevin Durant 
like bent him All over his knee and, and gave and gave him a nice little spanking. Yeah. Kevin Kevin Durant, I mean Josai just I gotta like choose my words carefully here. Um, but he he <laughs> he bitch yeah. Kevin yeah. Kevin Durant. Oh, Kevin Durant wouldn't like that. Also, shout yeah. out Josai's son. I was watching Josai's son uh, tear it up a little bit during the U twenty one games. Yeah, nice yeah. little game. MCLA All Star. Name's Dash. I mean, I don't know how you don't go D one with that name. Dash side. Well, is it D one club? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, so it's like, the club level. Yeah, Brandon yeah. Winston would. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I, I don't think. Uh, I mean, Josai just. Uh, I mean, just played played a game of chicken with Kevin Durant and won like tremendously. So I don't know. I, I have. I, I would have some faith in your ownership abilities, um, but I don't know Thanks. if you'd be able to compete with that. So I understand where the slight um, fear of having to compete against him would come from. I, th- I think that that's valid. Um, all right. Well, yeah. So we, we talked about the cannons a little bit, obviously they are the sole team who will not be playing for the premier lacrosse league cash app championship trophy on uh, September 18th. We'll have, we'll have more to say about the, uh, the new trophy a little bit later in this episode. Uh, but yeah, I mean, seven teams now in the playoffs, we've got the whip snakes. I mean, what a, it, it, I don't know if we're able to say enough about what the whip snakes have done to this league so far, three straight years of playing in the championship game. They won the first two. And now here in the fourth season of the league's history, they have the, the, the first seed and a bye heading straight to the semifinals. So I, I don't know. And I, I guess I'd have to like, look like maybe like the, Montreal Canadians went like on a sick run at the start of the NHL. I don't were like the Celtics the Islanders. Like, well, no, they weren't around for the beginning. I'm saying like teams who like, like oh, start right of the league. Bat. Yeah. Just right off the bat, just like cemented their leg. Like, because, all right. So let's say 50 years from now, right. The like 50 years from now, may, maybe the whip snakes, they'll probably go through like a, a you know, a down period where like there'll be whip snakes fans who grew up and they've never seen the whip snakes win the championship little like 13 year old kids running around be like maybe this is the year that the whips do it um but in like the bat but like no matter what like people will talk shit to them and then they'll be like the yankees fans with the 27 rings where yeah, like those yeah. like whip snakes <laughs> fans like like yo yeah well you know what kiss our Just 17 the fucking bunch yeah. of plumbers <laughs> kiss our 17 rings and it's like well yeah like you won like like 15 of those rings when there were only eight teams in the league. Um, (laughs) So like, I, like, I, I guess, yeah, like, I guess like the Yankees in the beginning. So like, I don't know, like they're cementing themselves as a, like as, as one of the premier dynasties in league history already. So like 50 years, 50 years from now, whip snakes fans will always be like, yeah, well we have 17 championships. And again, it'll be like, like kids will be flying around on their, like, uh, just in their hover and yeah. And their hover cars and, and they will be like transporting places and people will be like, yeah, like that was done. Like when people had to like, I, I, I don't even know, like people had to watch porn on the internet instead of just like hollow screen like, in front of their fire. Yeah. <laughs> well, when I'm the owner of the whip stakes in like 50 years and I'm hearing all this shit and, and the kids are like, well, you want all your championships in the twenties. And they're like, well, listen, son, it's not it's <laughs> in 2007. The 20s. In the yeah. 20s. 
I'm gonna be like, it's 2077. I'm gonna be like, listen, son, like you, you like, I'm, like this is like this is no debate about it. Like I could be like, yeah, there, there, there was only eight teams, but if there were 26 teams right now and the Whip States had this roster, they still would have won. Like the rosters would obviously be more diluted, but like that's how stacked the Whip Stakes are. Like when this team was made, I think everyone was just kind of like maybe the Archers, but like I like right away I was like, oh yeah, this. Maryland, like Maryland Whip Stakes, they're going to win the fucking like first. Like, I, I remember being like, but, they're going to win everything. But, like, I also remember when the rosters first came out, everyone like looked at the Atlas and they're like, oh, like Rabel assembled a super team for himself. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But in, in my head, I like, I don't know. I'm not going to, no disrespect, but I was like, all these guys are like fucking 35 years old. It was like the Los Angeles Lakers. Like, the Lakers, they have all. Oh, Russell Westbrook, uh, LeBron James. I'm like, dude, like, what are we fucking doing? Like, like, yeah, but like, the Whipstakes have re- like legitimately every single Maryland team in the past like six years, their best player, like Timmy Muller. Timmy Muller, like, I think he's probably the second best defender on the Whipstakes. He's the only person on the Whipstakes defense that has won the Schmeiser Award, and that like includes like Mike Earhart, <laughs> Bryce Young. Like, it's fucking incredible. Like, I, I don't know. I look just looked at those like the Whipstakes basically have Maryland. And they have every single team that made it to the final four that were like runner-ups in the past like seven years. Like, how could you not think this team's gonna be stacked? And then you looked at like the Redwoods. Like, I always saw like with Landis on the team that like like they're gonna like as long as Landis is on this team, this defense is unstoppable. But obviously that's changed a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, e- either way though, I I mean the whips, and like here's the thing too, like they they've got themselves a nice little like obviously the the first week by is is going to be good for getting everyone nice yeah. and nice and well rested um and then waiting for them will either be the water dogs or the atlas um actually i i would need to go back you looking at this yeah 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 no you're right so it's uh first week quarterfinals is 2 seed chrome 7 seed chaos 3 seed archer 6 seed redwoods and 4 5 is the atlas water dogs game i got to tell you what jordy when I first looked at this bracket, is it just me or I think in the bottom half of this bracket, I think it's either Whip Snakes, Atlas, or Water Dogs coming home with the championship. Oh, I, yeah. Like, I, I think for sure that, uh, I mean, the Water Dogs Atlas game is going to be, I'd go ahead and call that probably going to call my shot here the best game of the playoffs. Wow. I think. Okay. Maybe yeah, we'll I see what happens also- in the, but, but like, but what I what I was about to get at there though is like the whip snakes have so you look back on what has happened either in the past or this season like I mean the whip snakes just own the atlas and we've talked about that at length so far so if the atlas move on it, like yeah like Sega Knight Jim Kite um, also I mean like you look back at last year where it was it was flipped the other way around where the water dogs had to buy. And then they met up with the whip snakes in the semifinals whip snakes. See you later water dogs. So like, I mean the whips, yeah, obviously they have a history of beating everybody uh, in, in this mm-hmm. league, but I think like having those two teams specifically coming up in the semifinal, like I think that they have the, the mental edge over them for sure over everything. I mean, they would also have it over the breadwoods. Um, but yeah, so I, I I don't know, but it's just you know that that also sucks too for the Atlas where it's like I I thought that they had just one of those two years, you know, yeah, yeah. I mean, just just one of those years where they were really really obviously they couldn't get over the hump by beating the Whip Snakes, but I thought that they did everything else almost perfectly this season, and now it's like, well, guess what? 
have fun your season's ending on September 11th uh, because you're going up against the one team who just beats your fucking balls every time you guys play against each other. Well, here's my thing, which is like, I look like, again, I think this league's full on matchups and like, who's a good matchup, who's a bad matchup. I think the Atlas are a good matchup for the Water Dogs. But then I look at like, if the Water Dogs can get by the Atlas, like that's a very good matchup for the Water Dogs to beat the Whip Snakes. Like they always play the Whip Snakes pretty close, pretty well. So like, it, like it, it's just one of those things where I'm looking at that, like the Water Dogs get by the Whip Snakes. I think they're in the championship. I mean, get by the Atlas, they're in the championship game. If the Atlas get by the Water Dogs, I think the Whip Snakes are in the championship game. Um, I think that, you know, it's a competitive league where matchups and favorability to matchups are like very, very key. Um, and then like, just looking like, when I look at the top side of the bracket, just like, I don't really see any of these teams legitimately winning. Like it, it's a, it's a, when, when you close your eyes, can you picture them holding up? Yeah, I can. The, the PLL cash app championship trophy presented by cash app brought to you by cash app. Um, Want to get into that? Let's get into that. Let, let's give it a couple more minutes to get into that. Actually to talk about, to talk about the cash app trophy, but presented by cash app for the PLL trophy that's presented by cash app. If anyone wants to cash at me, it's KMcD39. <laughs> uh yeah, all right. So no, let, let's save that for just a little. Let, let's we'll keep talking about some of these teams in the playoffs. Then we'll get into what they're playing for, brought to you by Cash App. Um, because something that you said a couple couple seconds ago where you said it's, you know, and obviously everyone knows it's a competitive league, and people love to say that. You know, it's so competitive that anybody can beat anybody in this league. And I think for the majority of, of it, like that is right. Um, obviously, like the Atlas can't beat the Whip Snakes. Like that's just a given fact. Most people can't beat the Whip Snakes. Um, but there is a ton of parity in this league. So on one hand, I get why you would have seven out of the eight teams in the playoffs because yes, like the seventh place team theoretically with how tight all these rosters are could be the second seed team. I still need to say it though. And, and I know that I'm going to catch a lot of flack because either from chaos players or, or their fans, but it makes me violently ill. It makes me sick to my stomach. I'm I'm running to CVS and just loading up on all the Pepto Bismol I can find uh, to see a two and eight team in the playoffs. That disgusts me to no end. Um, and again, I, I mentioned that on Twitter, and I saw a lot of people saying, "Well, like again, yeah, 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 it's it's such a close league. Like they were like just a couple of goals away, and then they would be 500. Would you be complaining about it now? And I'm like, no, like I wouldn't. If they were 500, I'd be fine. Because there are those years, like there are those years in the NFL where like it, it happens, it seems the to be Cardinals a lot. The Cardinals win the Super Bowl 7-9. and nine. Yeah, or like the NFC East will get teams in at 7-9 and nine or, you know. So like, like I get that sometimes like it's just like a really weird year where a team with a sub 500 record gets into the playoffs and then maybe they go on a run. Cause once you get into the playoffs, anything can happen. The chaos there, there's a big distinction. They are not a sub 500 team. They're two and fucking eight. They lost 80% of their games in no world. Should a team who lost 80% of their games in the regular season, get a chance to play for a championship. Brought to you by Cash App. So 
I tend so I I I honestly disagree with you on on this take because mostly when I look at it like I, like I, I brought up the point like last year I think it was like at All Star break or the, like the last game of the season the Water Dogs went from like two weeks left in the season the Water Dogs went from being like last place to first place like just because that's how close it was like all the records were like fairly close all came down to the last game of the season. I think this is just one of those years where it just happened like, hey, like, yeah, they're two and eight. But like, I don't think this is one of those things that they expected to happen. Again, I think it's, it's I'm trying to do the three. They were missing basically their roster for the first three games. In those three games, they lost by combined, what, four, five, ten goals. Ten goals. And then you put on the Water Dogs game where they lost by nine. So that's a score differential of not, like, what, 19 goals right there or 20 goals right there. Right. That and makes the like, score differential like very disparate. Like I I agree. Just saying the words, like I do get your point where you're like two and eight, it's just like despicable. Like, like we we don't want to have that happen. And like again, if they lose in the first round, like, yeah, they fucking suck this year. But they but they're not the going to. Season. And that's and that's what <laughs> yeah. that's what pisses me off. They're going to make the championship, Jordy. Because they're not go yeah. But like again, like like okay, they were missing guys for the first three weeks. Grow the fuck up, chaos. Maybe get some more Americans on the roster then, instead of having guys that are gonna miss it. Like, fi- figure out a fucking way to get like like that's your fault for getting those guys who are gonna be missing that time. Um, they're really think, good, but like, yeah. but like, okay, like, what do you want us to do? Hold your hand for those three weeks, um, and then it's like again, like they had opportunities to win games. They were they were close in games. And like all they had to do was just figure out a way to win and they didn't. So like, I I don't know. It's, I get, I, I understand. Actually, I don't even understand how seven out of eight teams make the playoff. I think that that's a bad look for the league. And I'm not just saying that as a guy who doesn't want to see the two and eight chaos go on this like crazy playoff run and then get, Andy Towers screaming into the in, in, into RJ's face about like no everyone doubted us and everyone's dog took his shit on my yard like yeah, yeah, yeah. like no like it, I'm not just saying it as I do think it's a bad look for the league though where seven out of eight teams make it to the playoffs because that makes the regular season that it puts a really bad look on the regular season because at that point like the regular season it doesn't matter. Like the, the 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 whole entire point of the regular season is just don't finish in last. No, which I think is fine. I mean, again, like if this is this is a new league, like we can't like pretend like this is like there there is eight teams. These are eight really good teams. Like we're we're talking about like the defending champs here. We're talking about a team that went zero four two years ago, didn't win a regular season game in the bubble, and then made it to the championship game. The, okay, like, so the bu- the, the bubbles the bubbles a little different, but. But again, like they're two and eight, <clears throat> and then and then if we're gonna go to, to the Chrome point, the Chrome didn't make the playoffs last year, right? They were the last cut to make the playoffs. Now they're the two seed. So like that, it, like but that, that's that's, that's, a, that's a different season. That's a, that's a different season. Uh, I, I don't know. I feel like I'm taking crazy pills here, where people are saying that. I like I just don't get the excuses that people are coming up for a team that lost eighty percent of their games. And they're like, well, no, actually, like they really do deserve to be here. It's like, no, you, you guys had ten chances to go out there and win games. You lost eighty percent of them. You should be sitting home right now. There should be real. Is I think, I think there should be 
even six might be too many. I, I want five teams out of the eight to make the playoffs and four or five have to play a, uh, they have to play. So like, let's say we got a, a Friday game out of the four or five team and then they play to get into the semifinals against the one team. Seven teams out of eight is just way too much. See, I, I'm just not. <laughs> so I'm not like say, like I I get I do I hear you and I'm listening to you. <laughs> this is what like you learn in therapy. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm hearing you. I'm listening to you. But like I, I just I'm just not, I feel like <laughs> yeah yeah I'm just not. I get your point of view and what you're trying to come across, but I just don't get as worked up about it because it's only eight teams in the league, and I know how like I, I just think it just so close that like personally i'd rather the chaos be in the playoffs than out of the playoffs and if they lose in the first round it's like fuck it just like they suck and then if they make a championship game it's like great they're in the championship game i will say this i think at 10 teams you can't be like all right we're gonna have like the 9-18 play like a playing game like it's gotta be like five teams like we have to be like all right like you have there has to be a cutoff now right yeah and and at some point i feel like yeah because like 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 okay so realist like the goal i guess like the the ultimate goal at the end of all this is that there are like the traditional like 30 teams in the league and then yeah like you, you'd have like 16 teams in the playoffs so yeah it's like there's always like a little bit more than 50 percent i feel like that make the playoffs it just seems like the ratio is and and i and i games. they want three weekends of games that's what it comes down to. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, they... but, and and yeah, and, and like that's like saying the quiet part out loud. Well, here's what I'll also say is like I understand why the PLL takes some weekends off in the summer. You know, these guys work basically two jobs and don't really have a summer to begin with. You got to give them some weekends to like rehab, like enjoy some summertime. So I get like having like some breaks within the summer. But again, I would much rather the season start like two or three weeks either earlier or later with like just like a semifinals and a championship or a play-in weekend and the semifinals and then the championship then like like have like you know what i'm like trying to say like i don't necessarily feel like having the championship game of our sport during a sunday nf like an nfl sunday is the best thing for the growth of the game like i frankly think it's like just so dumb it yeah i mean give me Give me Memorial Day until Labor Day. Give, I'll like, even get, say I'll take I'll take it one fucking step further. I'm pissed off about this shit. September third, we're playing the fucking three quarterfinals games on ESPN Plus during a college football Saturday. Great, I get it. Whatever, like we can't be on ESPN because of these college football deals. Why don't you put the game on fucking Sunday when there's no games going on? Like, what are we doing here? And then you're like, then the next weekend we're going Sunday, Sunday. I'm just like, I don't get the thought process at all, and it just enrages me. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean it. It is and again, tough, and, not, and it's I, I, and it's like yeah. that's a, that's again. a point where it's just like, because again, like they're they're gonna be some some lax rats out there who who get a little upset to hear it, but we do have to be real with ourselves here. Where like, yeah, like I'm I'm gonna have it on, but still gonna I'm still gonna watch the I, Patriots. But I don't. Well, yeah, but like I don't. I just don't know. I don't know anybody in my life who's like if if they have one if they have one screen ahead of them, yeah, that are are going with lacrosse over football. I know people. Football's king. 
Yeah, and I know people are going to be like, who are you taking in that game? And I'll be like, oh, the website's still in the championship. And they'll be like, oh, I'll add that to my parlay. Like, yeah. Like, and then they won't watch it. They'll be like, oh, who won? I'll be like, oh, the website's won. They'll be like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, my parlay didn't hit because the birds didn't cover. Like, that's what it's, that's what's going to happen. Oh, well, I don't know about that. But <laughs> I don't know about all that. Birds are going all the way this year. Um, oh. I mean, come on. That Hurts offense. MVP? <laughs> yeah. Hurts MVP. What are, are we talking football? Oh, yeah. I mean, we got, you want to talk Jared Bernhardt? I mean, it, I'm telling you this right now. Well, here's the thing. If there's one man in this on this planet right now who I do think could come in and make an immediate impact for the chaos and finally get them to where they need to be this season, it is chaos draft pick Jared Bernhardt. Uh, so right now, like – Andy Towers and the boys, like they have to be rooting for JV1 to be having a rough week of practice right now because as it stands, I don't know how you keep him off the 53-man roster. He is, I mean, dude, the, the, like, so the Falcons, as we're recording this right now, so the Falcons just made a couple cuts to get down to 80. They already dropped a couple receivers. Can't can't cut Jared Bernhardt because he had a game-winning touchdown in that game against Detroit. Also got some great face time on Hard Knocks. Not a big deal. Uh, and then this week against the Jet, what do you have? He had like three receptions for sixty-seven yards. Led yeah. led the Falcons in receiving. Um, so yeah, I mean JB 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 eighty-three. Yeah, I saw I saw something where like it was like oh like did I say that? Who was it? Oh, that was Tom Kennedy. Never mind. I'm getting lacrosse players mixed up. Tom Kennedy, shout out mm. lacrosse player. He's also going to fucking like make the league. I mean, lacrosse players are just king. You just can't you can't even go anywhere without someone bringing up that they were a lacrosse player one time in their life. But yeah, JB looks legit. I mean, he's like even in that practice, just like beating Sauce Gardner, getting me inside. Like fucking like how how do you cut him? Seriously, how do you cut him? I I legitimately don't think that you can. Plus he, he that, has plus he has he has a nickname. I heard uh Art Staple uh call him Bernie. So like uh, once you get a nickname, you know you're in. Yeah, you, you just don't like cut cut a guy with the name nickname Bernie, like oh yeah, Bernie just burnt you again, like easy. Yeah. Like you oh, don't you don't horse, yeah. we'll just we'll, we'll print the shirts for the cruise time. Like you just got burnt. Um uh burn me up. Burn me <laughs> you, up, I'm on fire. Feel the burn. Yeah, um let's the Falcons are burning. If like the if the season's going bad, <laughs> probably will. Um, but no, like yeah, like you can't be like, can't be a coach and be like, hey, like, you know, go send Bernie to my office and then give him the whole spiel where it's like, ah, you know, I love what you did and uh, you know, we're we're gonna let you go because we don't have a spot for you here, but we want to make sure you uh you have time to, you're gonna you're gonna find a fit with someone else and uh, you're gonna do great things. No, you bring in Bernie and you're like, listen here, Bernie. Marcus Mariota, I don't know what the fuck we're doing here by thinking we can revive this guy, but we brought him in for some godforsaken reason. Calvin Ridley suspended for the year because he gambled a little bit. You got to save the franchise, Bernie. We're fucking dying here. We need you. <laughs> or like he's, if, he, if he gets caught, he's gonna be, they're going to like pull him in. They're like, listen, son, we love your grit. You know, you, you're a real worker's horse. Um, Bill Belichick is going to steal coach, him before he even finishes yeah. his speech. Dude, I Belichick saw scooping can... in. <laughs> I saw someone first. I couldn't believe some. I heard someone say like, "Oh, he was going to get drafted until he ran a four seven. Him running a four seven was shocking. I can't believe like, like in like a that's kind of like a like way slower than I expected kind of way. 
But I heard someone say he was Wes Welker-esque. I love it. I'm all I'm all in. I'm, I'm like Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame. Yeah. It just it's so fucking like it one of the funniest things in lacrosse people might get mad at this. One of the funniest things is like how like our we talk about it, but like how our generational players just go to other sports and succeed. Like <laughs> Pat Spencer has like a legitimate shot. He's got in the G League now, like could make the NBA. Like uh, yeah, Pat Spencer getting game, picked up by, like, by Golden State. Like, Pat Spencer's gonna like, be a splash brother. It's like at what point can we just like get one of these generational players and we're just like, yo, please, please. Like I think I think would you say that they were two of the best attackmen? I think they're two of the best athletes and two best attackmen that lacrosse has had. Like, especially athleticism wise, like probably oh, in 20 years. Right? Like, dude, maybe I mean, yeah. Dude, they like, were... I was going to say, like, they're way more athletic than Lyle. Like, Lyle, like, was like, Lyle was like a lacrosse, like a fifth grade lacrosse coach's nightmare. He's like, two hands, two hands. And Lyle was like, no, 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 I'm just going to go right. And lacrosse, lacrosse coach was like, fuck, all right can't teach lefties anymore but like yeah, like yeah Bernhardt and like Spencer were like ridiculous yeah like Lyle's like a great athlete but I think he's way more of a sick lacrosse player than he is like a sick yeah, athlete sure. like, like a really sure. really really good athlete like a crazy good athlete but it's like yeah he, he's not touch Bernhardt can't even yeah. touch Spencer yeah exactly dude and yeah I mean like two towards trophy winners and then they're yeah. both they, they both get picked and then they're both like yeah you know what i'm just gonna go make like a shit to, like pat spencer's like i'm gonna go make a shit ton of money playing basketball in turkey i'm gonna yeah. like just shoehorn that into going to play with steph curry and golden state and now jared bernhardt as well on his way to making a 53-man roster uh by the way just looking at it right now uh so the uh pll championship game brought to you by uh cash app on uh Sunday, September 18th at 3 p.m. on ABC. Uh, Sunday, September 18th at 4.05 p.m. It'll be Jared Bernhardt and the Atlanta Falcons taking on the Los Angeles Rams. So, uh, yeah, get, get get the double screen ready for that one. How many lacrosse players, how many lacrosse uh, guys out there are doing a parlay with, like, Falcons spread and then, like, whatever team they want in the championship? Like, Bernhardt over yards. Falcons to win and like the well, I'll tell there. you what that might have to be something that we add to the Barstool Sportsbook. So maybe a maybe a little bet with Dukes action there. A little a little shared bet slip that we learned today at our uh, compliance meeting. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll right. cook up the graphic for the Crusade boys. Graphic boy. Um. Okay. So I think that pretty much touches on. I mean, we got on a little bit of a tangent there with JB one. That was fun. Um. That that was a good time. Uh. But yeah, I mean, I think. Listen, all right, so chaos, yeah, obviously, like I'm I'm not thrilled that they're in there, but I'm also like they are they do have a sick roster. They can turn it on at any point. I don't think that they're good enough defensively though to get it done. Um and I and I you know, but it it is a matchup where you've got the chrome. A lot of young guys who just haven't really been in this position before. Um, you know, obviously like Logan Wisnowskis went on a, on a sick run with Maryland uh, on his way to the national championship this year. And then also the sick run they had last year. So it's not like he's like new to the idea of playoff lacrosse. Um, 
but still like a lot of young guys who either haven't been in this position or haven't been in this position for a while. So like, you know, the chaos, they go into that game with nothing to lose because they're two and eight. Um, and also with the fact that they're the reigning champs, like that might be a, a bit to overwhelm the Chrome, but you were a big, you were a big Chrome back guy to start the, uh, start the year. So are, do you feel, we don't have to go into an in-depth breakdown of no, this game because we still to. have, we still have one more uh, yeah. episode to go before these games, but do you feel confident in the Chrome heading into the playoffs? Yeah, I mean, I think you know we talked like midway through the season how we thought they went down a little slump, right? I think they bounced right back. But I will say it was bounced back against three of the bottom teams in the league, Chaos Cannons, Redwoods. Um, so when you look at their three losses all by one goal, so really like they are a couple like you want to talk about a couple possessions away. They're a couple possessions away from being undefeated. They're three losses to Atlas, Water Dogs, Whipsnakes, in my opinion, three best teams in the league. Um, I know records say otherwise, but that, that's just who I would pick going to the playoffs to win it all. Um, so yeah, the fact that those are their three losses all by one goal, very, very impressive. I think that the Chrome, like, yeah, I think the Chrome probably get it done against the chaos. Again, I could be wrong. What wouldn't be the first time won't be the last, but yeah, I like the, I like the uh, Chrome a lot. Yeah. And then, uh, archers will be taking on the redwoods again. Don't have to go into a, uh, in-depth analysis in this one, but this is like, I mean, I, I would say this game and even the semifinal game, I think would have to be show me games for the archers. I I think that this, especially with the way that that top half of the bracket looks, like if if the archers can't get that done and at least make it to the championship game, I'm not saying that they have to win the championship. Brought to you by Cash App. Um, I'm just saying that if 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 they don't, then they were on fraud alert to begin with, um, then it would just be full-blown fraudum from here on out. Yeah, and also just like, I, I, I'm just, I'm ex- not excited. I, I, I want to see how bad face-offs come to bite him in the ass and if it does. All right. Um, yeah, I mean, I think, you know, the, the Redwoods, they've been playing playing some good ball. So, uh, I mean, they're definitely going to give the Archers everything they got. But I think that this, like, if if anyone in these playoffs has something to lose right now, I'd, I'd go ahead and say that it's the archers. Yeah. Th- this is like, it's like the last dance in my opinion. It's kind of like, yeah. it feels like yep. that. Yeah. Um, all right, cool. So we, we've uh, obviously we've briefly brought it up uh, numerous times so far uh, on, on the episode so far. But it was announced earlier today, or it was unveiled, the new Premier Lacrosse League Cash App Championship Trophy. Um, obviously, having a lot of fun here with the uh, with the sponsorship part of it. I will say, as far as the actual design, like as far as the actual look of the trophy goes, it's pretty fucking sick. Yeah. So. Mine was I was pissed that you couldn't drink out of it anymore because that was one of the things I fell in love with the last trophy. But I mean, if we're talking about a beautiful trophy, they did a fantastic job. And we're making fun of the sponsorship and everything, but I'm guessing that the sponsorship and like the Tiffany and Co. like labels helped pay for that trophy and everything. Fucking sick. Like it's I'm not even just saying it's one of the coolest trophies I actually think in sports. Like it is beautiful. And like yeah, again, as far as design and execution of that trophy, yeah, it's it like that's a trophy where because again, like when and not again, because I didn't even say this before. I don't know why I always do that, but either way, when it was just like the glass cup 
when the boys lifted that up after winning it, something about that just always screamed soccer to me. I don't, okay. I don't know why. Like it was kind of like something about that always screamed like Europe to me. Like I, I don't know if I was thinking of like a European soccer team holding up like a crystal glass cup. I don't yeah, know if I was yeah, no, you're right. of like you're right. or maybe like like a tennis uh tournament where it's like the winner wins and he holds up either like the Wimbledon plate or this this glass cup. Uh something about it just it never really seemed like a trophy that like you'd get real jazzed up about like working your whole life to lift over your head and like you've succeeded your life's goal. I do think that this trophy has that look to it. Also, can I, when we're talking, just like, I'm, I also just want to rewind. I was talking about like the, uh, I just want to pop, like when I was talking about the, uh, the, the scheduling with the championship game and everything, obviously there's smarter people out there that like, have probably worked through it. I'm like, this is the only option that we really have. My whole thing is, I just think we should finish the PLL season probably before football season. That's really it. Yeah. But yeah, I, the, I think that, yeah, I, I that would be my goal. But I will say that they, I think they got the trophy right. Like, I think like some of the complaints, I think you even might have tweeted it. Like, oh, like we can't, you can't drink out of it. Like, that sucks. Like, really, only the Stanley Cup can, and it's really cool. And you can't really replicate the Stanley Cup. I also think that in some sense, the PLL must have been embarrassed that the trophy broke last year. Yeah. Um, one thing, the, the, the drinking out of the trophy, it is mostly a bit, it is sick that you can drink out of the Stanley cup. Stanley cup um, yeah. also like the claret jug is like one where like people always get fired up about like Cam Smith wins the claret jug. And like the first question he gets is like, how many beers can you put in that thing? And he's like two. Um, so like people do go nuts for trophies you can drink out of the fact that you can't drink like Listen, whoever wins, who, whoever wins the championship, like they're going to be just the leading cans left and right when they get into the locker room anyway. Um, but like, yeah, like you said, like the the cup being shattered, maybe I don't know what, like 26 minutes into the celebrations yeah, last year, yeah. definitely would probably like because again, like the league's paying probably a good amount of money for this trophy, and it's like, well, that was a bad investment because that lasted 26 minutes. And I also understand that the league has to like raise money and, you know, they got to get sponsors, sponsorships like whenever they can. And, you know, they have to make money. It's a, it's a money-making business. If you want this league to be on ESPN, you want to get all these good deals. You want them to be succeeding. They, they got to get sponsorships. Sponsorships are everything in today's society. It just is very, 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 very funny and like hard not to make fun of it in like an objective way that like everything is getting sponsored. And it's like literally like, I forget what TV show it's from, but it's like everything they do there's like some sponsorship to it. Like I'm shocked that like RJ just hasn't sold his sold his soul to the devil. And it's just like being sponsored by cash app. Like, like, just, just like, like, RJ, Paul, like Paul. RJ has to get legally get his name changed to, to, to first name cash, last name. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, there's like the fact that like, you know, like they have like the Tiffany and co-sponsor with like the fucking cash app and it's like the cash app trophies. Like, like vineyard vines power plates like, jesus christ like yeah can we like can we like let it breathe for a little but again i understand it it's just very funny it seems like out of like a seinfeld episode or like a like a curb your enthusiasm where it's just like everything is getting sponsored well here's yeah like here's the thing does it like suck to like not have like a like a sweet name for the trophy to now always refer to it as sure but like had this all right, so let's say that the NHL was a new league and they just came out with their new trophy, this this new giant steel cup. They'd call it 
the cat like Stanley Cup presented by Cash App. Like they'd have like if the Stanley Cup came out today, yeah, it exactly. Would, it would it would have a sponsorship attached to it. If the Lombardi Trophy was designed and just unveiled today, it would have a sponsorship on it. The Larry O'Brien would have a, a sponsorship on it. Like everything is going to have one. So like that's the only thing. It just sucks that like this trophy was designed in today's time where people are just like price gouging the shit out of everything, slapping ads on everything, and and ads pay the bill. We're we're yes. in the bit we're in the industry like we know ads ads yeah. pay the bills yeah. like you need them if you want to survive it's just funny to see one plastered on a trophy because it's new I'm being careful with this but like you guys have a job the PLL you guys have a job to make money and like get the advertisement and get the get the trophy to be to have a presenting sponsor and our job is to make fun of that because it's objectively pretty funny. Like, yes, we wouldn't be doing our job if we're not like making a couple jokes about it. But like, we understand where you're coming from. Also, like, I'll say this: like, if they named it the Rabel Trophy, which I think one thousand percent it should be called at one point. Like, I don't really think that's up for debate. If they made that within the next like five, I'd say even like five years, or like you know, even when like Paul's like even like still alive, like if he changed it to the Rabel uh, Trophy, which I think it should be. Do you know how many people just call him a narcissist and be like, oh, of course it's naming the fucking trophy after him? Like, it should be named after him. But if they did that. They they get made fun of, so there's literally like a lose lose scenario no matter what they do. Yeah, and like maybe just like well I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I guess I would have to see what that contract with Cash App looks like. Like maybe they colloquially, like yeah, like like maybe at some point down the road, like it'll just be like referred to as the Rabel Trophy without being like actually designated it. Or maybe yeah, I mean yeah, I think yeah. Like, um, what's like, you know, like, did you see like the carrier dome? It's not the carrier dome anymore, right? But it's always going to be the carrier, It'll be dome. the carrier dome, yeah. It's good that they should just call it the variable trophy, and then like, like they could say, see, like, they can have the tags, like, oh, we'll tag cash out, but like, I think as across Twitter, we have should, a we, should we start that? We, we should, should help them out, you know yeah, what? Like, because I think in we have the back of across their mind, Twitter, because realistically, they don't want it to be that, like, they have to have it called the, yes. the, the cash app trophy because it pays the bills. I think that we'd be doing them a solid if we started that movement and we just referred to it as the Rabel Trophy. Yeah, I, I'm because actually... like the P, the league wouldn't be doing anything that would break whatever contract they have nope. to call it the Cash App Trophy. But if everyone else just decides that it's not, yeah, I think that honestly, this is one of the like best conversations that we've ever had and most productive. I think that this is a movement that we have to start. Hashtag. I... Hashtag cash app trophy to variable trophy. I, I think What's just the hashtag base. Should we like have like somebody like tweet us out like what the hashtag should be like to get it trending? Yeah, yeah. We we could probably workshop that that hashtag a little bit. We don't want hashtags to be too long because then you can't really fire off many takes with it because it's going to take up too many characters. Um, hashtag the variable trophy. Yeah. Call it something like hashtag president's trophy. No, it can't be the president's. Where did that come from? Now we're just now we're just. Well, yeah, the president's trophy. Hashtag trophies. Ooh, hashtag Belichick trophy. Hashtag Chris Hogan trophy. <laughs> this one's going off the rails. Now. We should. We should. I will say this. This is getting off the rails. But we should. Since there's a lot of lacrosse players in the NFL, we should give out a Chris Hogan award, either every single week. Or every single year to the top former lacrosse player. Okay. Well, or just across any sport. 
Okay. 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 Because because like if because if it was just in the NFL, then it would probably. Or, or are we like saying like uh, like high school lacrosse players count too? Sure. Yeah. Like Will Yeatman. Well, but yeah, Will Yeatman. He was way more than a than a high school. But yeah, he was... No, I'm saying, but like you could all like Tom Kennedy is like Tom Kennedy. Tom Kennedy like is on the 53 man roster last year. Right. No, but I, but I'm saying, do we hand out this award because eventually we'd run yeah. out of guys who like played like 1, college lacrosse in in that are in the NFL? But like, let's say like just for like the sake of argument here, like the first football player that pops into my mind right now is Kareem Hunt. Like, let's say we found out that Kareem Hunt played a year of lacrosse in high school. Would he be eligible for the got to play two years, two years, high school lacrosse, two years, high school lacrosse to be eligible for the Chris Hogan award, the prestigious Chris Hogan award. Yeah. The Chris Hogan award, the Hogan okay. award. Yeah, All right. Like so, it. yeah. So I guess we're going to have to dive into uh, a, and that's a lot presented of by cash app. That's presented by cash app. <laughs> <laughs> that I want vineyard vines on that one. Um, yeah, gonna have to do a lot of uh, perusing through Wikipedia pages to see uh, who played. Oh, I have the link already. Who, who, who is there a link of just like every player who ever like played a, a lick of lacrosse? Wasn't there the, the, uh, the there was a guy who just got drafted? I think he got drafted to the Broncos like two years ago. He might have played in uh, he played it in some high school in like in New York, and he because uh, I I remember like the whole story of him on draft day kept adding that he was a, a sick high school lacrosse player. Yeah. Uh, name so a we, few. I mean, we, well, like some easy, like Sam Hubbard was a beast. He was committed to Notre Dame, uh, Cincinnati guy, Stephen Hauschka, uh, Will yeah. Eatman, yeah. Tom Kennedy, Chris Hogan, do you want me to go like player people, just active players? Yeah. Give, give, some, me, uh, give me, Give me like three more, three more good ones on there. That, that uh, maybe, Chris that Long, maybe Kyle Lawletta, he was a Philadelphia Eagle. Uh, he played at Richmond. Alex Collins, the uh, Baltimore Ravens. You'll like this one. Jason Kelsey played. So, did not know played that. A few seasons, played a few seasons. All right. So, um, he's eligible for the Chris Hogan. Yeah. We got some. Um, what, what, Jared Bernhardt. Where is this link? What is this on? Uh, lacrossebucket.com. Shout out lacrossebucket.com. It was wow. from April 26, 2020. Okay. John so... Mackey. John Mackey played football. I mean, John Mackey played lacrosse. Yeah, there's good ones. All right. That's uh, I'm, I'm going to have to go looking on there. Um, all right. So, yeah. Uh, so, what, what do we need? We need uh, maybe some hashtags to uh, change the name to get, get that momentum started for the Rabel, the Rabel Trophy. Um, was Rabel was there anything Trophy. else that, yeah, was was there any anything else that we needed from everybody? Um. Well, well, yeah, we always need something. From, guys, stop what you're doing right fucking now. Go to YouTube. Type into your YouTube, the crease dive. You're going to see our logo. You're going to go to that logo. You're going to press subscribe. We are at 864 subscribers right now. Smash that subscribe button. Get us to 1,000 followers, subscribers by the end of the year. Like, comment on all our videos. Show us some love. Let's boost those numbers. Let's get it going. Let's keep this uh, rolling into next season too. 
Love that. Uh, also, make sure that you are following us on Twitter and Instagram. Let's get those numbers rolling as well. We are at the Crease Dive on both. Uh, we're going to be coming right back at you at some point next week with a full uh, quarterfinals preview episode. Uh, but in the meantime, just a, a quick little general playoff get together, little 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 rabble rousing over here. Uh, so we've got you know a bye week coming up here. So take some time off. Get out to the beach, get out to go play golf with the boys, go do whatever you got to do, because when we get back Saturday, September 3rd, we have three more weekends left of this PLL season. So it's time to buckle down and we'll be keeping it low to high until the day we die. We out.